Is this thing on? Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the UCAS. Today's episode is episode number six. Welcome, sit, sit back, strap in, and uh, follow our social medias. Uh, well, under, uh, hold on. <laughs> Y-O-U underscore C-A-S-T on Instagram. Yes, uh, I finally got it right. This is my first take, so um, I'm glad I got to get that out. But uh, yes, today's episode is going to be about TVs versus... TV shows versus movies. Why do I keep messing this up? But I don't want to take that take again. But anyway, um, yeah, so this will be TV shows versus movies. Um, now we all know that the influence of um, easy access to shows, such as uh, on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, etc., has taken away from the um, cable TV section of entertainment. And uh, movies have been a thing forever. There, there were movies before TV, and somehow movies are still relevant. And uh, that's just surprising. So we're going to be talking about that. So sit back, strap in, and enjoy the ride. Keep your arms and legs and socks inside the boat all the for, through the whole ride. Thank you. So basically, I'm going to break this down. The concept of TV shows versus movies has been a thing for a long time. Even before Netflix and Hulu. Pretty much around the age of, like, Blockbusters Prime, if you want me to phrase it that way and uh, i basically mean cable tv versus movies uh is a relevant uh is what was relevant a long time ago so that would mean having to turn on the tv at a specific time and uh and having some commercial breaks in there or sitting down for a movie for a long time and having to um get 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 get, get, go to the movies at a specific time unless you unless you just show up at a movie theater and seeing something to watch because, like, I'm sure there are people that can do that, but what if there isn't something you want to watch, but you scheduled your whole day to be around watching a movie? That's not really, um, that's not really, uh, that great of a situation. But, um, I had a train of thought, but I lost it. I, yeah, this keeps happening to me. I don't know why. Side tangent. <laughs> um, I just feel like a lot of pressure, because this is just me. I have to keep the conversation going. I can't just cut these out, because... Uh, it's cutting out takes a lot of time and effort and well that's just what editing is but uh yeah basically that um what i more specifically mean is oh right 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 um i was going to introduce just the few points that we're gonna have in here so um i'm gonna list a few um ideal things about both movies and tv shows and i'm also going to list um some problems i have with each so Two good things, two bad things, and I'll uh, have my opinion at the end on whether TV shows and movies are better. So, uh, yes, uh, sit back and strap in, and I'm pretty sure you're already strapped in from the intro. Okay, so, um, yeah. So, this is how the order of the segments are going to go. It's going to go, um, good thing for TV shows, good thing for movies, followed by bad thing for TV shows, then bad thing for movies, followed by the ending segment, which, um, Yes, is make sure to keep up to see if your ending segment got into the episode. But yes, this segment will be about good thing for TV shows. Uh, now, I can go on for a while because I grew up with cable television. I grew up watching Nick Jr. specifically. Uh, I didn't watch much of Disney. Um, yeah, I didn't watch very many Disney movies when I was younger because it was... I'm kind of in the middle point... Excuse me. I was kind of in the middle point where... Not very many good shows came out when I was young. Or not shows, good, um, what kind of shows, but, um, I should say this point for movies. But, um, yeah, I grew up with Nick Jr. So, the first, like, seven or eight years of my life, I watched things like, um, 
Wonder Pets or um, Team Umizoomi, if you guys remember that. Um, I also had video games when I was younger, but this pod isn't about video games. Um, but yeah, I grew up uh, having to tune in every Saturday morning to watch my favorite cartoons. Uh, it wasn't until later that, it was, that I was introduced into something such as Spongebob. And uh, that's where my TV, my want to watch TV kind of expanded. Because before, I watched um, Nick Jr. Uh, bef- uh, between the ages of, I think, four to seven. About, yeah, yeah, about four to seven. And, uh, and then from there, I would watch Spongebob and everything else on, on uh, Nickelodeon. So that would be... I forgot all the shows that existed. Um, so I think, I think if my memory's correct, uh, The Loud House, SpongeBob, obviously, then a couple um, real life shows. So, oh, right. I completely forgot about the. Um, it's, yeah, so that would be iCarly, Victorious, and Sam and Cat, and Drake and Josh, but that was kind of early, early. But yes, those shows are very. Those, those shows have a special place in my heart. As you, as you can tell, I just recalled them on the spot. I didn't have to think about them for more than, like, three seconds to remember that those um, were important to me. But uh, in later years, that would be The Thundermans, Henry Danger, and 101 Things to Do Before High School? I, I think that's the name of the show. But, yeah, those were the shows I watched when I was younger. But moving on from there, <clears throat> that would be TV shows for adults. So, uh, I grew up, uh, in a Filipino household. I am very Asian. Um, so my grandma who, or yeah, my grandma who I am currently living with watches Filipino TV and game shows, but, uh, she watches more Filipino shows, but yeah, so I grew up not being exposed to adult TV shows that early because everything was in a language that I barely knew anything about, but, um, yeah, so things uh, that are uh, on air right now, or things that are more modern, so that would be, um, did The Office finish? Yeah, The Office already ended, um, but I'm talking about adult cartoons and, uh, maybe SNL, Saturday Night Live, is definitely something that people watch a lot, a lot, a lot, uh, what else, yes, um, but, uh, uh, I had, I had a show on my mind, was it, um, oh yes, Law and Order. Uh, Law and Order Special Victims Unit is also something I watched when I was younger. Don't ask why. <laughs> no, it's just because uh, my mom, who I'm also living with, um, I, <laughs> I why do why do I have <clears throat> why do I have to point out that I'm living with these people? Um, uh, yeah. So she watched the show, and I would tag along with her just because I had nothing else to do when I was younger. But yeah, what I'm saying is, I grew up without. YouTube at my disposal. I would watch TV a lot, a lot. Um, oh, right. I have to bring up the adult cartoons. So that would be South Park. That would be um, Family Guy. The Simpsons, kinda. Um, but yes, uh, that's pretty much it. The good thing for TV shows is that there are a lot of <clears throat> there are a lot of good ones out there for you to watch. And reruns are constantly on cable, so you don't have to worry about them leaving your memory forever. But, um, yeah, that is basically it. So, on to movies, I guess. Psych! I just remembered a point that I had to bring up in that previous segment. Uh, yeah, so I would all that would also mean, um, live action adult shows. So, I think those would include Big Bang Theory, 
which everyone, like, almost everyone claims to be a heaping pile of burning dumpster. But um, Friends is also a debate on whether it's a good show or not. Um, what else is there? Parks and Rec is an old, is a pretty much classic at this point. 2009 is that classic. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay, and now some pros for movies. Yes, movies, which um, I have not been exposed to very many. I have only been exposed in the movie theater because I do not watch very many movies on Hulu. So yes, I have currently have two streaming services. One is Funimation for anime and Hulu, which is uh, I'm part of someone else's plan. But uh, yes, yes, uh, the pros about movies is, um, well, movies have like I said before, have been around for millennia, eons, tens of thousands of years. I'm obviously kidding, but everyone knows about the classic black and white shows at movies that existed a long time ago. Um, everyone knows about Charlie Chaplin if you went to school for at least three years. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but uh, Charlie Chaplin something that was um, drilled into my head in drama class. I don't know why you had to teach fourth graders drama class, but... Um, what else? What else? Uh, yeah, so movies now are definitely ex uh, not really exploding, more like dying, because everything, all exclusive movies are being put on on a on Netflix now and Hulu and Amazon Prime. So no one has an excuse to go to a movie theater, especially now, because we're locked down. We're currently going through the Backstreet Boys reunion tour, but uh, yeah, that's. There's not much I can say about movies because, well, I haven't seen that many. So, as yeah, what else can I say about movies is that um, you don't have to commit to them for as long as a TV show. Because, well, obviously you can put down a TV show whenever you want. But with a movie, you only have to stick around for two hours and 45 minutes. Not even. You have to stick around for like two hours, one and a half hours. And, uh, yeah, that, that, that really is it. I mean, um... The Emperor's New Groove uh, by Disney is only like 72 minutes long, I think. Yeah, an hour and 10 minutes, which means there isn't any fat on the movie. That means they're getting to the point. That means there isn't anything in the movie that isn't necessary. Uh, yeah, so... Hmm. Well, I can bring up Disney. Disney movies are a part of everyone's childhood, other than me, for some reason. <laughs> I watched Disney movies when I was older. Um, my mom dragged me to the live-action Beauty and the Beast... Um, I wanted to go to the live-action Lion King, uh, but I enjoyed them, mostly because I, ha I haven't seen the older ones, so I don't really have much to compare it to. Um, a lot of people say the live-action ones are hot, steaming piles of dumpster, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I am really excited for Mulan. Has it come out yet? It, it's probably come out yet, but um, yeah, I, I was really excited before the... Uh, the... the... Backstreet Boys reunion tour. <laughs> Sorry, I'm watching that for YouTube just in case they come after me for saying that. <laughs> but yeah, I was super excited for that. But uh, now, now I can't be because I don't have Disney Plus. I only have Funimation and Hulu. But um, yeah, that's pretty much it for uh, TV. Uh, not TV movies. There's no way I'm retaking this three minute, fifteen second segment. Uh, but yeah, that is pretty much all I can say for movies since I don't have much experience with them. I mean, Endgame was. Well, who hasn't seen Endgame? Obviously, I'm going to try to avoid spoilers in all of this, but yes. Okay, so more of a blanket statement in this segment. Um, t uh, cable TV is dying, and uh, seeing movies in theaters is also dying. Um, 
the really uh really the only thing you gain from movies is the um, is the experience having seen the reactions of a lot of people which is great because a lot of people uh, i keep bringing up endgame but that's just because it's such a great example it was hyped up for so long so that a lot of people wanted to see it again after seeing it the first time even though it's like a three hour and ten minute movie about about that much yeah so um in another podcast i heard uh smashcast i think it was 19 smashcast 19 um uh one of the people one of the people on the podcast pointed out that they were watching endgame more than once um and just to experience the movie again for themselves and also to see the reactions of other people seeing the movie because that's such an enlightening experience to show that you're not the crazy one and uh, being shocked at everything isn't dumb um one of them brought up that the fact that um that uh yeah one of their friends was gaping open mouth the whole time so yeah that is a good thing about movies so I can't really. Should I put this in a TV a uh, movie pros section? I could, but uh, screw it. Um. So yeah, that's pretty much it. What am, uh, it's, I mean, the good thing about TV is that uh, things that are live, such as um things such as um, is is American Idol still a thing? Probably not. Um. I'm think thinking things like reality shows. So that would be Survivor. That would be um. Uh, well, this isn't a reality show, but it's um, America's Got Talent. And, uh, well, pretty much the Got Talents all over the world are being viewed on primarily, are being broadcasted primarily on cable TV. And people on social media are constantly being hyped up about uh, what's happening. You can't really have, well, you can have live things, but it's harder to access to a lot of people because a lot of people have cable TV from, like, maybe eight, nine years ago that they don't want to get rid of just in case, because, I don't know, uh, I don't really know why. It's hard to, uh, it's hard for people to make um, changes that involve letting go of something that they know uh, too well. So, um, yeah, I personally um, uh, have been without cable for about three, four years now, because I moved into a room, and I moved into a different room of the house, and uh, there was not enough cable boxes to spread across the house. Therefore, I was without cable. My substitute was YouTube, uh, primarily YouTube, because it's been a part of my life. Um, I could I could pretty much say that I've watched YouTube grow up, even though it, it became a platform before I was born. But um, I saw YouTube's major changes happen. Um, I obviously can't say that because... I, uh, don't quote me on that because I can easily be wrong about a lot of this. But uh, growing uh, the past few years without cable have been pretty normal, actually. I filled that void with video games. I filled that void with um, uh, video games, YouTube, and I do have a Roku. A Roku is basically a hub for streaming services. You can get any streaming service on there, and it's pretty good. So, yeah, that's just what replaced TV for me. I already uh, said before what I streamed uh, shows on. So, uh, yeah. Please don't take anything I say to heart because I think a lot of TV is great. I mentioned Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I'm pretty sure. I probably didn't, uh, so I'll mention that in the next segment. Okay, so moving on from there, we are moving on to some, not issues, but just some things I want to point out about TV shows. So everybody knows already about the success of something like The Office and such. 
So that genre of TV shows is called a mockumentary. And with Parks and Rec, The Office, and uh, I'm sure Brooklyn Nine-Nine are, uh, those are just the three I bring up when I think of mockumentary. Parks and Rec and The Office have ended. So everybody wants to become like them. Everybody is trying super hard to become like them. Um, so mockumentaries are just something that I wanted to bring up. I kind of have a, not a problem with them because I personally like, um, I enjoyed the few episodes I saw of The Office. I haven't seen Parks and Rec, but I did watch all, uh, so far six seasons of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, season seven is currently airing, I'm pretty sure. So I'm wanting those episodes to build up so I could just do a trial run. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Everyone's trying to be the next office. And, um, well, that gets repetitive because the office, there was a different problem every episode. But the character tropes, I found, they get pretty repetitive. Um, so, yeah, you with the office, you kind of expect what's going to happen. Uh, I, find, I find it different with uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine because they all go through... Hell, there's even some, like, actual action scenes in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So that's just what I'm looking at currently. And um, what else I wanted to bring up is something like the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, something like the Big Bang Theory. Um, so many people hate it. So many people love it. And I'm currently in between because um, I watched the later half of an episode because I was just scrolling through cable TV one time. So I scrolled through and found an episode of Big, ba- Big Bang Theory. And I was in the last 14, 15 minutes. And I counted the laugh tracks just because I wanted to. And uh, yeah... I counted 107 laugh tracks somehow. I don't know why or how, but 107 laugh tracks. Uh, There were 107 jokes packed in... Jokes? I'm making air quotes with my hands right now. Jokes packed into 14 minutes, which... Well, I mean... When you're being told when to laugh, that's not really a good thing because that means the show doesn't know, or that means the show thinks you won't know when to laugh because it's not actually funny. And that's at least um, trying to protect themselves from uh, getting low ratings. And um, yeah, The Big Bang Theory got a spinoff, which is titled Young Sheldon, which, um, well, it's just confusing. I, yeah, The Big Bang Theory was rated best comedy of the uh, no- America's number one comedy a while ago, I think, like maybe 2014, 2015. It's dropped since then, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, I don't know where I was going with this because I lost my train of thought, but that's pretty much it. All right, so bouncing off that energy from TV show problems into movie problems, I am going to bring up the problem I have with movies, if that's not obvious enough. Yes. So with movies, I have an issue because um, I can't really think of an example right now because once again, as I said before, I don't have too many um, examples, uh, uh, not, not examples, experience with movies, so um, I'm just gonna run through this really quick, as I should, because I, I don't know why, I just feel like this podcast is gonna be shorter than the rest. Each of them keep getting longer, but this one's gonna be shorter since, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so my problem with movies is that sometimes they don't give you the ending that you want. With TV shows, uh, ones that go on forever, not forever, but ones that uh, are known to have, uh, ones that are known to have long um, running times, uh, that are known to have um, it's confirmed that there's going to be another season. You can wait to see if you get the ending or outcome that you want. Because with movies, you sit through two and a half hours at most. Uh, 
like one and a half hour, two and a half hours, and what if you don't get an ending you want? You feel like you've wasted your money on a ticket, and you wasted your time, which a lot of people know is the most precious resource you have. So, um, yeah, with that, um, that doesn't really happen with TV shows, because as seasons go on, uh, you get different, um, pro um, problems that come up, different characters. You sometimes get things you don't like, but it's guaranteed that something's gonna happen that you do like, I think. Um, that is kind of the same issue with Endgame, because they let conspiracy theorists build up for, like, maybe a year. That's how long it was in between, um, Infinity War and Endgame. So yeah, they built up theories as to what's gonna happen because uh, I I'm not gonna say exactly what happened during Infinity War because the two percent of people that haven't seen it still need to watch it. But they left you with something unsatisfying, which made you want to go back a year later. And they made us wait a whole ass year. So yeah, uh, I enjoyed both movies. I definitely enjoyed both movies. Um, so yeah, that's not really a good example, but uh they didn't give us an ending we're unsatisfied with. Uh, yeah, so with movies, just wrapping up here, um, yeah, so wrapping things up. So, um, sometimes you don't get the ending you want, and sometimes you get the ending you want, and sometimes uh, a lot of people are pissed off because they don't get the ending they want. All right, yeah, so that's it for this uh, segment, and I'm pretty sure that's it for now. Um, yeah, uh, on to our final and finishing segment. What are we watching? Thank, uh, thank you to all who voted in the uh, on my personal Instagram. So yes, moving on to our ending segment, which you guys voted for on social media. Yes, thank you again for all who have voted. That like I don't know, maybe two of you who voted. <laughs> now nah, I'm just messing. Um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, the you guys voted for this ending seg segment to be what are we watching? So thank you once again to everyone who voted, and uh, uh, you guys are the ones making this possible. This is a pro passion project of mine. So. Uh, I enjoy the fact that you guys enjoy it as well, I think. I hope. At least thank you to all that's listened so far. And thank you who's listened at all. Thank you to everyone who's been, who's seen, who's, who's taken a peek, a mere peek at my podcast. Yes, so, um, yes, 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 yes. Uh, what are we watching currently? Uh, it's only me this time, so it's not really what are we watching, it's what am I watching, but, uh, you guys leave in the comments down below if there are comments on Spotify. There probably aren't, but, uh, screw it. Uh, make sure to rate five stars and leave a comment on what are you watching. Do it. Now. Go. I'm kidding. You don't have to. <laughs> yeah, so what are we watching currently? Um, so, uh, Smee and another person who I'm currently living with, uh, like to watch anime together. Uh, so... Uh, Naruto just came out on Funimation, which I've said uh, is the streaming service I own. Uh, the, so we have been watching Naruto. We are currently on episode 22, and we've been enjoying it a lot. Even though there are so many confusing words that I have to keep reminding them about. But what else are we watching? Um, Sword Art Online Alicization. That's how you say it. Sword Art Online Alicization Part 2 is currently um, airing. And... Uh, Sword Art, Sword Art Online was, like, my second anime right next to, um, Initial D, which I watched when I was, like, super young. So, yeah, uh, Sword Art Online was my first anime, so I'm kind of loyal to the series. It's not my favorite anime, nowhere near, but I do enjoy it because I've built a bond with these characters that I can't really let go of. So, those are the two shows we're watching, um, Naruto and Alicization Part 2. I'm really enjoying both of them, and that's pretty much it. So uh, thank you everyone for tuning in. 
Thank you for those who are listening. Um, thank you for those who have submitted your votes for the today's for today's podcast. And that really is it. Um, so make sure to follow us on all our social medias, Y-O-U underscore C-A-S-T underscore all lowercase on Instagram. So signing up for now. Peace out. <laughs> hey, what's the time for? Yeah? Yeah, it's blooper time. So basically, I'm gonna break it down. Um, TV shows and movies have been. Yeah. Oh, I hate myself. So um, I'm going to basically break this Okay, we're gonna moving on to some uh, some some. Uh, well, this is just something that I wanted to bring up about TV shows and movies, and um, well, TV shows and movies, specifically cable TV and movies, are, are and uh, live movies are not live. Freaking damn it. see some of the same tropes, some of the same issues uh, in a lot of them. Because, um, really, really. So bouncing off that same energy with um, the, the, damn it, and let the audience build up like a year of, um, I don't have to mess up so much. <laughs> and on to the Sato. Yeah, that um, problem does not. So that issue doesn't really come up with. Um... 